Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark and thank you for joining us. And if it's your first time, welcome. We are dedicated to exploring some of the highways and byways, the cobwebby corners of jazz recorded history, as I've said here before. And we're going to today be listening to some territory music recorded in the 1920s, the very late 1920s. This was a time when generally, if you wanted to make a recording, you had to go to the recording studio, whether it was in Chicago or New York. And those were really two of the only places outside of uh, Grafton, Wisconsin, or, or um, the Jennett Studios in, in Richmond, Indiana. Um, other than that, uh, you were kind of out of luck. So a lot of regional musicians in different parts of the country, most of the parts of the country, were not able to record. However, occasionally some of the companies would take their studios into trucks and, and what have you and bring them to various parts of the country where they expected to hear some good music and could record some good music, and they'd stay there for a week or two and uh, basically just sort of cast their, their nets wide and record anybody and everybody in the hopes that something would work and that somebody would eventually buy the records. And we're going to be focusing on some sessions that were done in Dallas, Texas, and San Antonio, Texas, in 1928 and 29, featuring some local bands from that area. We're going to start out with uh, one of the uh, classic bands or, or, or legendary bands of that period, Troy Floyd and his Plaza Hotel Orchestra. Troy Floyd mm -hmm. uh, had led bands in Texas throughout the 1920s. He was a clarinet and alto saxophone player, and uh, he had a band in San Antonio, which is where this recording was made on March 14th of 1928, and because of its relative proximity to New Orleans, uh, he had a habit of uh, getting some very fine New Orleans musicians to come and play with his groups. And so in this group, in the trumpet section, we will hear Willie Long and Don Albert. Don Albert uh, was a uh, New Orleans trumpet player who was related to Natty Dominique. I think that was his uncle, um, and also related to Barney Begard, and he had quite a, quite a good pedigree. And he played in Texas bands throughout the 1930s. He eventually came back to traditional jazz towards the end of his life, and he's going to do many of the solos that we're going to hear, trumpet solos. We're going to hear Benny Long on trombone. Uh, a remarkable clarinet and alto sax player who will also play soprano sax a little bit later. N.J. Siki Collins was his name. Scott Bagby was on clarinet and tenor sax. Alan Van on piano. John Braggs on banjo. Charlie Dixon on piano, or excuse me, on uh, tuba and trombone occasionally. John Humphreys on drums. And Kellogg Jefferson will be taking vocals. And the tunes we are going to hear right off the bat. Are, uh, is a two-part version of a blues, a head performance, called the Shadowland Blues, parts one and two. And these were done for the OK Recording Company. From there, we're going to go to some blues accompaniments that were done uh, in Dallas in November of 1928 that feature some of the members of the Troy Floyd Band, which must have come down uh, from San Antonio, which I guess is about a four or five hour journey, uh, maybe they were playing in Dallas at the time, and they backed a couple of different singers. And we're going to hear Hattie Burleson, who was a, a kind of an old-time blues singer at this point. Again, November 11th of 19, actually November 21st of 1928. And we're going to hear two tunes from her session for Brunswick, Jim Nappy and the Superstitious Blues. Blues will feature Don Albert. Uh, we're also going to hear Siki Collins on soprano sax, Alan Van, John uh, Braggs, John Henry Braggs was his actual name, and Charlie Dixon, all uh, of the rhythm section minus the drums of the Troy Floyd Band, and they're going to do those two tunes. 
Then we're going to jump over to a slightly different band, uh, a Dallas band, as the title would suggest, Leroy's Dallas Band. This is led by Leroy Williams, who in the notes to one CD was referred to as a circus trumpeter, and I'm not sure if that was because he played circuses or because that was the style of kind of unjazzy playing that he had. He had a very technical style, as you will hear on the track we're going to hear at the end of this session, uh, Tampa Shout, which was recorded in Dallas on December 5th of 1928 for Columbia. And this is Leroy Williams on cornet, actually, Fred Millett on trombone, uh, either Lawson Brooks or Roosevelt Harris on alto sax, James Moore on piano, Percy Darrensburg, good uh, banjo player from New Orleans, I believe it was Joe Darrensburg's brother, Octave Gaspard on uh, tuba, another New Orleans player, and Percy Bagsby on drums and vocal, and that'll be the Tampa Shout. So those are our five tunes for this session. Uh, we're going through San Antonio and Dallas, 1928-29. Troy Floyd and his uh, orchestra with Shadowland Blues, parts one and two. Hattie Burleson doing Jim Nappy Blues and Superstitious Blues. And Leroy Williams doing Leroy's Dallas Band, I should say, and Tampa Shout. <laughs> Baby, 
started with the Troy Floyd Orchestra, Troy Floyd and his Plaza Hotel Orchestra from San Antonio doing a two-parter. Both sides of a 78 Dream, or rather Shadowland Blues parts one and two. And uh, on the first part we heard uh, the initial solo was actually a soprano saxophone, which was by Siki Collins. I had said it was a clarinet, but it was a soprano. And then a trombone solo by, I guess, by, I guess Benny Long, uh, a player I'm not sure he ever recorded again. Very fine player. And then we heard a vocal, a very strange vocal by Kellogg Jefferson. Uh, almost sounded kind of gospel, classical gospel sound there in a way. But this was from March 14th of 1928. And then when you've turned the record over, you got some more soloists. We started with Donna Albert on trumpet. We heard some uh, clarinet, which I think was by the leader, Troy Floyd, and some tenor at some point along the way by Scott Bagby, um, some piano by Alan Van, and at one point there was a, a, a note that came in that was held for about four or five bars, and I couldn't tell when I first heard the record if it was a vo vocal or a trombone. It is indeed a vocal, and it was Kellogg Jefferson coming back for a second helping on that. That was Shadowland Blues, parts one and two. Then we went over to uh, Jim Nappy, or Jim Nappy Blues. This was kind of a folk blues in the African-American tradition. Uh, Hattie Burleson was the singer at that, and uh, she was accompanied by members of the Troy Floyd Band. This was in November of 1928, so uh, about a half a year later or so. And uh, this was done in Dallas. I guess the band must have been touring around. It was in Dallas or whatever. And uh, some of the men in the band uh, recorded with some singers at that time, including Hattie Burleson. We heard Jim Nappy and Superstitious. Blues. And then on Superstitious Blues, we heard Don Albert, along with Siki Collins, again on soprano sax, very, very uh, accomplished player there as well, with Alan Van on piano, John Henry Braggs on guitar or banjo, uh, and Charlie Dixon on tuba. And uh, those were the first four sides. Then we went over to an entirely different band. Uh, this was led by a fellow named Leroy Williams. As I said, he was called in a uh, notes to a CD that I have that I think was a quote. Uh, he was called a circus player, trumpet player, a cornet player, very flashy, uh, highly technical, and that might not have been a compliment. We don't know. But uh, his band, called Leroy's Dallas Band, which recorded in December 5th of 1928 for Columbia, uh, played the Tampa Shout, which featured a vocal by Percy Bagsby. And we heard Leroy Williams featured quite well doing his technical uh, outings there on cornet, Fred Millett on trombone, uh, either Lawson Brooks or Roosevelt Harris on alto sax, whoever it was, was a very good player, James Moore on piano, and two New Orleans natives, Percy Darensburg on banjo, got a little solo at the end of that, and Octave Gaspard on tuba, very solid rhythm section, and Percy Bagsby also played drums. 
So we have three bands that we're going to feature in addition to the uh, singers. We have the Troy Floyd Band, the Leroy Williams Band, and another one led by Fatty Martin, a white band after that. These other groups that we're hearing right now are African-American. So a good cross-section of the type of dance band music and blues you would have heard in uh, Texas, Central Texas, in uh, the late 1920s. So our next uh, set is going to start with the flip side of Tampa Shout. This is called the Going Away Blues by Leroy's Dallas Band. And Leroy uh, Williams will show off his knowledge of Louis Armstrong on here. You'll hear an interesting cadenza that opens up and it sort of morphs into the West End Blues cadenza towards the end of it. And then there's a minor strain that sounds very much like King of the Zulus, which you're going to hear coming up after that. And then a string of very good blues solos after that. So following that, we're going to go to a male singer, Ben Norsingle, and uh, this was uh, done for Brunswick, also in November, November 21st of 1928, and this will feature some of the Troy Floyd Band as well, with Ben Norsingle, who's a very uh, effective blues singer. We're going to hear the Black Cat Blues, and uh, on this he'll be backed up by... Um, Willie Long on trumpet, Charlie Dixon on trombone uh, occasionally, although tuba on most of the session, Alan Van on piano, and John Henry Braggs on guitar. And that's the Black Cat Blues. Then we're going to hear a couple of other sides by the Troy Floyd Band. For some reason, uh, they did another uh, back-to-back Seventy-eight, where uh, each side was part one and two of a long blues, another almost the same tempo, called the Dreamland Blues, and that was the place they were playing at the time. Although, um, actually, I, I beg your pardon, that was where uh, they weren't playing. They were playing at the Shadowland because by this recording session, which was June twenty-first of nineteen twenty-nine, they were billed as Troy Floyd and his Shadowland Orchestra, possibly on the basis of having made that recording earlier, because sometimes these re- uh, regional bands got a lot of mileage out of calling themselves recording orchestras, having made records, even if it was only one. But we're going to hear the Dreamland Blues, which features the same band that we heard earlier, with one important exception. Scott Bagby on tenor sax has left, and he's replaced by Herschel Evans. All of these musicians, or most of them anyway, were from Texas. Herschel Evans is considered one of the classic Texas tenors. Of course, he came to be much better known with Count Basie's band from about 1936 until he died in 1939. Here he plays a solo towards the end of part two. You you won't recognize him from this solo. This is very much a, uh, a work in progress. He sounded like any other... Uh, 1920s tenor player. He underwent quite a quite a transformation between 1929 and 1936. So that's uh, our Dreamland blues in that case. So that's going to be our set. We'll only have four tunes on that. We're going to hear the Going Away Blues by Leroy's Dallas Band, Black Cat Blues by Ben Norsingle, and Troy Floyd and his Shadowland Orchestra playing Dreamland Blues parts one and two. <laughs>
Can't you hold the Abel's corpus and let my rider go? Can't you hold the Abel's corpus and let my rider go? But that the mean black cat hanging around my door.
some very down and dirty blues playing from Dallas and San Antonio in 1928 and 29. We started out with Going Away by Leroy's Dallas Band. Leroy Williams on cornet, quoting Louis Armstrong quite extensively in through there. Also some good playing by um, James Moore on piano, Percy Dyronsberg on bass, or banjo rather, Octave Gaspard on tuba, and Percy Bagsby on drums with a Percy Bagsby vocal. And we heard some good trombone by Fred Millett and either Lawson Brooks or Roosevelt Harris on alto sax. So from there, we went to uh, Ben Norsigal, uh, Norsingal, I guess his name is, Black Cat Blues, which uh, uh, featured members of the Troy Floyd Band. That was in Brunswick in 19... Uh, uh, 28 and November 21st, actually. I should mention the Leroy Williams one was December 5th of 1928. And that featured uh, Willie Long on uh, trumpet in that case. We heard uh, Charlie Dixon on tuba, Alan Van on piano, and John Henry Braggs on guitar. Then, back to the Troy Floyd Band and that uh, really kind of epic performance, I think you'd have to say, of the Dreamland Blues, two-sided, uh, one side each of a 78, so about five and a half, six minutes of that, featuring virtually all the solos. We heard Don Albert playing trumpet, I think, on the first side there, uh, bending along on trombone. We heard some Troy Floyd, I believe, on clarinet. Uh, we heard some Alan Van on piano in there as well, and uh, we also heard the recording debut of Herschel Evans on tenor sax. Didn't sound like the Herschel Evans of the Count Basie years, but everybody's got to come from someplace somewhere, I guess. So now we're going to go and hear a little bit from another band. This is a white band that recorded in uh, Houston, actually, in March of 1925, March 19th. And this is a band led by a piano player named Fatty Martin, Fatty Martin's Orchestra, Earl Church, and possibly another, actually definitely another trumpet player, because you can hear two in there, Lee Cheatham on trombone. Uh, Billy Bacon played clarinet and tenor sax. Not sure who was on the other saxes, at least two others there. Uh, as I said, Fatty Martin on piano, Earl McMahon on banjo, Pops Graham on tuba, and Jelly Zeller on drums. Not well-known players, in fact, unknown players virtually completely, uh, but they were playing in the Houston area, uh, I think all the way to Dallas uh, on occasion as well, and they played in a good hot dance style from the 1920s, 1925 actually. So this, as I said, uh, was March 19th, 1925 for our C.A. Victor. We're going to start out uh, with an interesting tune called I Ain't Thinking About You, a good uh, kind of dance tune. You're going to hear some elements of King Oliver's Creole jazz band in here with the two trumpets uh, playing very loose harmony parts. It's clear they must have heard that uh, that band at some point or another and been influenced by them. We do know that the King Oliver band actually did tour in Texas in 1923 and 24. I think Hotlips Page heard them down there when he was just coming up, so we know they were an influence as well. 
Then we're going to jump over to, uh, or actually we're going to jump back to those Ben Norsingal recordings from 1928. We're going to hear a tune called the Red River Bottom Blues, which seems to have been based on the Clarence Williams tune, the Red River Blues. Uh, it has an interesting tuba part in there, and we have a tuba solo uh, as well with guitar accompaniment. Tuba by Charlie Dixon and uh, guitar by John Henry Braggs. And uh, we're going to hear uh, Ben Norsingal singing on that and a little bit more Willie Long on trumpet. After that, back to the last Troy Floyd recording, and uh, this comes from uh, the first date in March of 1928, and it is a version of the Wabash Blues, back to a vocal by Kellogg Jefferson. Uh, this one a little bit less eccentric, I think, but featuring some good dance band playing as well, not blues for this time around. Then we're going to uh, hear two more tunes by the Fatty Martin Band. I think this is a particularly good little hot band from this period. So we get a, a really broad sense of what was going on in Texas in the nineteen mid-1920s, mid to late 1920s. We're going to hear two tunes. Um, the first one is called Endo Main, End of Main Street, I suppose, and the much better known Jimtown Blues, which is being played, I think, from a stock arrangement. And uh, we'll get to hear uh, a little more organization in this band than we have so far. So those are our tunes to finish up this program for Texas Jazz. We're going to hear um, the uh, Fatty Martin and his orchestra playing I Ain't Thinking About You, Ben Norsingle doing uh, the Red River Blues, and the Troy Floyd uh, Plaza Hotel Orchestra doing Wabash Blues, followed by Fatty Martin again and his orchestra, and Endo Main and Jimtown Blues. <laughs> Thank you. 
This is a very hot little band from 1925, Fatty Martin's Orchestra. We uh, started out that set with a tune called I Ain't Thinking About You. I'm not sure who the singer was in that case, but the band included uh, Earl Church and one other on trumpet. Those little trumpet duets they did as part of these arrangements were especially nice. Lee Cheatham on trombone. Uh, a couple of alto saxophones and clarinets, and then Billy Bacon on tenor sax and clarinet. He clearly had been listening to Coleman Hawkins on a couple of his little solo bits there. Fatty Martin himself on piano, Earl McMahon on banjo, Pops Graham on tuba, and Jelly Zeller on drums. So that was uh, the first tune, and then we ended up the last tunes with Endomain, which had some very interesting King Oliver influence in there, as well as Fletcher Henderson, and then the Jimtown Blues from a stock arrangement that had been published right around that time. Those were done for Victor in March of 1925. So after uh, that uh, recording uh, of um, Fatty Martin and his orchestra that we started out with, we went to Ben Norsingle and heard the Red River Bottom Blues on Brunswick from November 21st of 1928, featuring a very nice tuba solo by Charlie Dixon, who also played trombone with the Troy Floyd Band. And Willie Long was on trumpet, also with the Floyd Band, as were Alan Van on piano and John Henry Braggs on guitar. So the Troy Floyd Band itself had one more recording that we caught in the middle of that set. We heard the Wabash Blues, the standard tune. This was done for OK Records in March of 1928 in San Antonio and featured a Kellogg Jefferson vocal, a little bit more coherent than his other two vocals. He was obviously a, a, a classically trained or had classical pretensions, I guess, uh, so he was very full-throated, shall we say. And we heard Troy Floyd on clarinet and alto sax along with Siki Collins on clarinet, alto, and soprano sax, and Scott Bagby on clarinet and tenor sax. Some good saxophone passages in there. Uh, Don Albert and Willie Long on trumpets. Benny Long on trombone. Uh, Alan Van on uh, piano. John Henry Braggs on banjo. Charlie Dixon on tuba. John Humphreys on drums. And as I mentioned, Kellogg Jefferson. So I hope you enjoyed this program, delving into some Texas jazz from the 1920s. There's a lot more of that, and I'll probably do another show coming up featuring the band of um, uh, Don Albert, actually, from the 1930s. That was a fine band, along with Boots and His Buddies uh, from the 1920s. We had some fine sides by Jesse Stone. Of course, Walter Page's Blue Devils thought of as a Kansas City band, but had a lot of Texas talent in there as well. And... Uh, in addition to that, Alphonse Trent and his orchestra, some really fine sides that he did, uh, very forward-looking, uh, almost Lunsford-like, and we're going to hit a little bit of all of those on a podcast or a radio show coming up. So you've been listening to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Hope you've enjoyed this program. Hope you're enjoying the other ones. Take a look at some of our backlog of programs. We have over 200 now. Some of them were done as radio shows on WETF and uh, migrate their way over here at some point. And all kinds of jazz, all the way up through bebop and hardbop as well. So, until the next time, I'll see you on the other side.